Hello and welcome to episode number 13 of the Footstock Weekly Podcast. This is another one pulled live from YouTube, so this was a live stream. Now this is a bit different than other weeks, and the reason being that, you know, we had to reschedule the live stream pretty last minute. I completely, it was a lack of foresight, but it's a lesson learned. Champions League final was on at 8 and I'm just going to stream at half 8, sure not, there wouldn't be a sinner in the house. So we had to move it forward, the prep wasn't really done, we kind of won it. I still think we, we talked through a lot of interesting points in Footstock at the minute. While there have been a lot of really exciting announcements, it's actually quite a quiet time. I think we discussed this in the podcast, and I'm very, I'm expecting a massive growth period coming up, and maybe a bit of a boom and a bit of an exciting time with app redesigns, etc. around the corner. But for now, it has been a quiet couple of weeks. It really has. Aside from, now don't get me wrong, we've been told about ambassadors, we've been told about this, we've been told about that. But in terms of movement of players on the platform, in terms of big discussion points on the platform, not a lot has happened. Um, which is no bad thing. Stability is great. But from a podcasting point of view, it was great to talk to Jay. Jay knows his stuff. He's been on from day one. And I've recorded podcasts with him on FI before, but never FS. So this was great. But bear in mind, this is a live stream. The quality of audio won't be the same as it is each week. But I actually think, do you know what? It's better than some weeks, if that makes sense. Uh, it is actually pretty decent audio, to be fair. And look, a couple of things I just want to shout out to you all. Look, I'm doing a live stream for the Footstock Virtual World Championship on Friday. That's going to be huge. And I've got some massive, massive stuff to give away. I don't have it right in front of me now, but I know top prizes bundle is worth over 250 quid. You're talking one of each pack, football, footstock FC shirts. Um, What else? There was a big prize. There's a big prize. I'll have to reveal that to you later. But yeah, top prize, combined total over 250 quid. I think you can pick a player from a new player pack from right. There's different things. So you could essentially be winning the likes of Timo Werner, a few packs, couple of shirts, one of each of the footstock shirts. Loads of shit up for grabs is what I'm saying. Get your arse into the live stream on Friday evening. I think it starts at quarter to eight. I'm going to catch the last two games. We'll catch the eight o'clock game. Then we'll play some roulette, fuck about for a bit, have a bit of fun. Do the nine o'clock game. Give the give the stuff away. Do a bit of a giveaway. And then we'll, we'll go from there. I'm thinking how I'm going to do the giveaway actually. It'll obviously be on the big wheel that I use on streams. I might do some sort of footstock quiz. Do you know some like cheapest price someone's ever been or highest price this guy's been i don't know historic questions first person to answer in the comments gets their gets their name in the wheel you can have multiple entries in the wheel and then spin it to see who wins the big prize that's kind of what i'm thinking bottom line is get your arse around on friday night other than that check out footstock stats especially at this time as all the virtuals are everywhere we're working really hard behind the scenes i feel like i've been saying this to you for two months because i have but really it's it's harder than i thought to get things together uh but honestly gertie is working like a fucking crazy bastard as i'll tell you and if you listen to him on the footstock hub podcast you'll uh, you'll know how much of a genius the guy is gertie i know you're listening hello you handsome devil um but he is working tirelessly and it's it's only a matter of time before there's a switch flicked and we just go boom and there'll be a crack inside there with a lot of data um but look get over to the slack group the link is in the description get yourself familiar with the stats that are out there and give yourself an edge that you definitely need Anyway, other than that, love you all. Thank you for listening, and I will chat to you soon. Handsome bastard Jay Hall is in the house. How are you, Jay? 
Hi, John. How's it going? Yeah, good. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. Um, I, I'm just kind of underconfident with the whole thing here because this is only the third or fourth time I've actually streamed live. If anyone can't hear Jay, let us know now. They're going to troll us, Jay. They always do. But, Jay, for anyone who doesn't know you, um, and again, to people listening on a podcast version of this, because this will go out as the Footstock Weekly Podcast, do you know this is a live stream, so there's going to be a little more farts and coughs than usual. You're just going to have to deal with that. We won't <laughs> yes. be referencing stuff on screens too much, because we're not actually looking at the same screen as each other, so it'll just be like a normal conversation. But, Jay, do you want to give people an idea about you, your Footstock journey, you know what I'm. You know what I'm going to say. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I I started off at Footstock at the beginning. Um, I remember, you know, when it was first introduced and um, and shared around. So, you know, I bought quite a lot of the um, original packs that were for the for the early comers, if you like. I can't remember what they were called now. Um, but yeah, I had quite a bit of money in um, to start with. Um, I like the concept. Um, I think, you know, before the footstock explosion, um, I always could see the value in, in footstock. I, I never really understood why people on Football Index were so hostile to it. Um, and, and, yeah, so I always had a, a, a decent-sized portfolio on <clears throat> on the footstock. Um, and I wouldn't say now I'm, I'm a massive... Uh, I don't have you know thousands of cards but i've got a decent size i tend to do mostly trading on the market more than into the tournaments mm. um which is just because of the volume of things that is going on i mean i quite often forget to enter the tournaments really. yeah she's <laughs> mad really yeah I've it's got, crazy i've got all the best cards and stuff um but it's like you know you go into the weekend you got football index you got um you got you know your normal in play betting and things and then you've got fp fantasy football then you've got footstock so it's <laughs> it's remembering to actually enter the tournaments that's my biggest problem on footstock mm. and the same like recently like there's been so many virtuals it seems every day every other day and i love virtuals and i love i have such a tournament yeah, balance because great, i've done yeah. the big pack openings that i'm still working my way through this tournament balance and i've been saying it for weeks on the podcast i know i would make more money on footstock if I say goodbye to tournaments, apart from maybe the live ones or a week, there's you know, I, I would always enter them throughout the the Premier League season, I think. But the virtuals and stuff, and you know, entering like Champions League ones here and this one there and this one there, I know I would make more money on the market, um, because I actually find Footstock quite predictable in many ways. The market, and yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. I don't have it in me because I've got like eight or nine hundred quid left of tournament credit now, so it's like right, keep chugging away there, keep chugging away there, yeah. Um, yeah. It just makes sense. But before we go on a wee bit further there, Dan Jackknife is in the house. I think I've already said that. Look, Ver- Verstag was here. Versteeg was, is here. And last time he was here, I think he won a 32-man live on stream. It's the luck of your first stream, Jay. So you should probably enter a 32-man tonight. And World Cup Dan B is here. So you've been on from the start, Jay. Uh, what, what did you think? I suppose you've been here through the boom. You've been here in the kind of dips that have followed. And yeah. now we're kind of coming into what a lot of people are expecting to be another mad boom period. Do you think that's I, going to happen, or do you think it'll be a bit different? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm quite surprised. You know, I'm looking at my, I'm looking at the value of, you know, my uh, collection and what I've got in cash, and it's gone down a little bit over the past couple of weeks, which I find quite surprising. Mm. Um, because obviously, with the signing of um, Kamara, and you know, I think Footstock now, you know, they've shown over 
the last 12 months that they can deliver a, a quite an exciting product um, and continually, um, you know, create new games and things to keep people. Um, I mean, I think what they did during that COVID with the virtuals was incredible. Um, so I am really, I, I'm quite surprised that, that I'm probably down about 10%. I don't know if that's bad trading or if, if that's mirrored right across other 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 users but um i'm quite surprised because i do i do still feel that I, I just keep looking at the players all the time and thinking you know if i if i've got this card and i enter it in every tournament which i often forget to do as i said mm. but if i did do that you know i'd make so much money out of this yeah. um so i'm i'm still surprised i still think the values are too low yeah uh, all of them. Well, we get onto that actually, but I, I I have to agree with you. I think there's, do you know, you have your KDBs and your Brunos and your Trents and your guys who are like ridiculous, yeah. like very highly priced. I suppose people can see the footstock I have up here. If I go into the market and look sort by price, yeah. I mean, you've got KDB, Bruno, Trent, Charlie Allen, who's just a fucking shouldn't be there. Um, Timo <laughs> Werner's actually holding a nice price there, but that's probably due to scarcity. Yeah, definitely. Really. But I think where I see so much value that, like, whenever you, and I don't know, don't, maybe I'm anchoring and maybe I'm using comparative value here to the likes of KDB and Trent and Bruno. Yeah. But I think there's around that 20, 30 quid mark. Do you know, like, the amount of goals Danny Ings got last season, maybe not for his career and maybe not for whatever as a card, but like, I mean, Hugh Ming's son being 20 quid, or Anthony yeah. Martial, Martial being Martial, so 20 quid. You're an Arsenal man, aren't you? Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, fourteen thirty. The goals he his output is fucking insane, and he's looking yeah, like did, he's going to yeah. be sending a contract. He's going to do with another three years, probably. Yeah. Mares tenor. No. Yeah, Mares joke. Pep yeah. rotation, but on footstock rotation and and no one lineups isn't the same as FPL. Do you know no. you can get away with it? And a player Absolutely. like Mares, if he's starting, do you know a tenor? Like I just think there's so many prices around there. Mane thirty quid, Salah thirty five quid compared i i just think there's so much room for growth um particularly in the middle the upper market you know absolutely yeah i mean i've been thinking about this a lot recently with regard to the index i think you know a lot of it is is just people having different um trading strategies you know people like me have often talked about the career value on index and the same on footstock as well and you know, if you've got someone like Martial or Pulisic, you know, they're they're what, 21, 24. They're mm. gonna be they've got you you could you could enter those cards in this tournament for the next 10, 12 years, you know, and you would there it's not in there's no question in my mind you would you'd probably at least double your money, mm. even if you're not that great at the game. Well, I um, think a lot of it comes down then to the stakes, but if we're even just talking free rolls and even the, the free 10K roll, free roll, yeah, the hundred I mean. K free roll, yeah. Sorry, you're talking about those purely, like just banging in the free rolls, yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, if this year's one's going to be a hundred K, God knows what next year's will be. Maybe they'll have an entry fee and a guarantee, like something similar to what Fan Team are doing. They like Fan Team can say it's a million, but yeah, it's twenty five quid to enter. You know, this is a pure yeah. free roll for a hundred K. Yeah, in yeah, some ways, bad. that's much more appealing. And God knows what how many free rolls and how big the free rolls will be, the season-long ones, for the next 10 seasons of Footstock. We're all banking Footstock succeeds, but I don't yeah. really have much doubt about that in my mind. Maybe I'm wrong. I've been wrong before, but 
I just think, <coughs> as you say, the value in those cards for free rolls alone, never mind the trading aspect, never mind the growth of the platform. Yeah, like, definitely. I don't think it's outrageous to to one day hope that Footstock has 10,000 users. I, I don't think that's out of the question within two three two years. I really don't. I think people the people who work at Footstock would be much more ambitious. Yeah, um, absolutely. Definitely, yeah. And I mean, I, it is still quite a small... You know, it's still a small group, isn't it? Which which still surprises me, really. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I do think you could, you really could, you really can treat these cards, you know, as not an investment because it is still gambling. But, you know, it, they are good investments, um, particularly those young players. I mean, if you yeah. if you look at, you know, <clears throat> if you look at someone like I don't know, um, someone's a bit older, like a Mane. I mean. <clears throat> Mane's 30 quid, but, you know, maybe he's got four or five seasons left. Whereas you look at the likes of Pulisic or Martial, Jesus, you know, that you're looking at eight to ten years left of them cards. Yeah. And But, you know, what I have to keep telling myself when I think like this, of course, is that not everyone thinks in the same way. Um, and you see that a lot on Index where people don't, always want to take into account that age um, impact because it isn't how they play the game. Mm. Um, and that's important. That's the same on footstock as well. You know, um, I don't, I don't want to say that the only the right, right way to play footstock is to buy good young players, but it seems to me that they are, I mean, someone like Grealish for nine quid. Yeah. I, I'm literally looking at that page right now. I have, I have the sort of them pulled up by price, I think, but yeah. I'm scrolling down a bit there. Grealish at nine quid, right? But yeah. if we even look in that area, oh my god! And you know, this again is where I go, Jay. I'm like, right, should I sell my Bruno and my ten KDBs and my ten Trents or whatever? Fuck yeah. the hundred K free roll. Just buy <laughs> shit tons of these youngsters while they're cheap and wait for the inevitable growth of the platform. Because over the course of a career, do I back Bakayo Saka to be worth more than eight fifty four? I would honestly, and you can quote me on this and chop this bit of video out in five years' time if yeah. Footstock's in the ground. I'll fucking, I would chop my left nut off. He'll be worth more yeah. than 54. He will be. <laughs> Do you yeah, know, absolutely. so will Reese James. So, Reece well, James. Yeah, yeah, Mason Mount in particular as well. Dwight yeah. McNeil. Do you know, there's questions and stuff, but the likes of Saka, I feel, is relatively proven in some way. Maybe I'm biased there because I have a big holding on both Football Index and on, on Footstock, but. I mean, there's so many cards you just keep going and Harvey Barnes are fiver. Yeah. And Caddy three quid. Like the, the values are back to kind of just, I don't know, they're back to a few months ago, really. Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, usually I always, you know, I always sort of judge how I think if if the platform's undervalued at the mo moment or not by whether I'm trying to market sell. Um, I'm not. I'm not intending on selling any of these players at the moment. Mm. Um, well, yeah, and it'd be interesting to know, really, wouldn't it? For to find out. I mean, I don't know if you've spoken to people who don't want to get involved in footstock. Why? What? What are the barriers to them getting involved? The people I talk to are often football index users because my football index podcast. Yeah. People in my real life don't really give a shit about any of this footstock, no. football index, <laughs> FPL, rarely. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. but of the football index crowd, there's this. I don't know. There are a few big vocal Twitter accounts who are very hip. Not, that's the wrong word. They're very critical of Footstock and its business model. Yeah. And you know, I think they just 
it's at the point now where they just troll for the sake of trolling. And speaking of trolls, yeah, Vespasian is actually here. Vespasian loves to poke these people and they love to bite back. And yeah. there's a lot of that back and forth. I think there's a few people who said hello to this. I don't know if I said hello to Football Trading Hub. Um, there's definitely a few new people. I'd like to say hello to people that entered the chat. Hoodwink is here. Probably going to miss a few of you guys, but hello to you all. And there's some really good comments there as well. But um, we'll get into more comments later in the show. Maybe we'll take some questions and stuff. It's hard to like, do you know what? Whenever you're doing a podcast, you're talking to someone. I'm, I'm not used to like streaming on podcasting. We have to take questions and comments and fucking shit while trying to do a podcast. It's fucking <laughs> crazy, Jack. But I don't know. I think I think there seems to be this. Uh, we've talked about this so many times. I, I've talked about it so much that I almost don't want to talk about it. But it's such a big thing. It's this like clan mentality of fucking like, football and this like, bashing off each other on Twitter. And it just does yeah, my weird, fucking titties in. Like, yeah, it's oh. weird. Um, what's what's your thoughts on all that? What do you think? The I think did we dis- we discuss this when you were on the first podcast in the Football Index Weekly? I, did, we? I yeah. think we did because I, I think we did like a ten or fifteen minute footstock segment at the end. Yeah. So, what, do you, how do you think it's changing? Do you think the the boom in May got a few of Football Index people to change their tone a bit? I think there was a bit of a shift then, and it was almost as if the minority were the people who were shitting on footstock. But now the footstocks obviously slid a bit down in prices, which is only natural, and we're still way above what the prices were pre-boom. Yeah. But it seems now they're resurfacing a bit like, ah, look, oh, such and such has yeah. dropped, and they're taking screenshots of, like, Marcus Rashford's at 100 quid, and he's 40 quid now, and I don't know. It's adding fuel to the fire there anyway. But, Jay, unless there's anything else on that, do you want to move on to a couple of topics of the last couple of weeks? Yeah, let's move on, yeah, yeah. So, Cami, big announcement. I think I discussed it yeah. last week on the podcast, but I haven't discussed it with you yet. Do you would he have been in your your thoughts whenever he was? Do you know whenever we were trying to guess who it was going to be? Did you think Cami ever? No, I mean I was absolutely stunned when I was. <laughs> you know they would go some. I mean I think it's I was thinking they would go with someone like Moxon or like a football index doing. You know, um, but I think it is perfect, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you think, but I, I I think it's absolutely perfect. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I think it's absolutely perfect, and it's funny because he didn't cross my mind once, which is so weird. I just have no idea how I didn't think of him. Maybe I thought he was too big. Like I wasn't gonna go and say Jess Stelling, yeah. or, or maybe yeah, yeah. I thought he was like too busy. I, I don't know what it was, but when I seen his big dopey mug there. And his wee shirt that was barely even ironed, straight out of the pack, fucking hey, and all this. I was fucking Jesus Christ, um, couldn't believe it. But I think he's out. I think he's great, and I think they just need to use him right. I don't even know how using him right is. What using him right? Entails. Well, I think the good thing about him is obviously that you've got two things. You've got obviously you know his, his name in terms of lending legitimacy to the product. But I mean, he's also perfect for things like memes and that, isn't he? And, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He is, an, uh, you couldn't have, you couldn't have picked it any better, really. Mm. If you uh, want someone to go viral, he's your man. If you absolutely. want someone to be used in memes forevermore, Cammy's your man. That's yeah, what definitely. Footstock need to work out. <laughs> Get him on Me some live stuff. streams. Get him to say something stupid or make some faces, but not in like a <laughs> stupid about the platform or making himself look like a wanker. Funny uh, kind of. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's it's almost coming at it like that Paddy Power angle, isn't it? A little yeah. bit. Yeah, no, exactly. Paddy Power accounts. I mean, I don't use I don't use them, but I like the social media. Mm, um, exactly. But yeah, I mean, he's great for getting attention. Um, 
I, I just think, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic. I'm surprised that, like I say, it relates back to the current little bit of a lull in the market. I'm surprised that that didn't generate more um, excitement, really. Does it concern you that they've made such big announcements that are so ambitious and big and great and amazing and all the all the words you can think of, and the market is still relatively stagnant and has been for some time? When I say some time, month or two, six weeks, two months. Does that worry you? Or do you, what do you think the reason is? Do you think it's still people pulling money out over time? Do you think it's? I, I don't know. What do you think it is? Yeah, I'm I'm at a stage with the platform, and this happens quite often. I find and I found it on Index as well, is where you look at things and you think this isn't right, and you you the the this kind of a disconnect between where you see things should be and where they are. Mm. And I think very often those things um, correct. Um, so, you know, I'm very, I am very, very excited about the platform over the next year. I think um, it, you have to, you, you're right in what you're saying. You have to obviously take it on board that despite all these great announcements and um, Kamara on board, there's been no boom. You know, you have to, you have to actually acknowledge that, but, it doesn't concern me. Um, mm. I mean, maybe if, you know, if we're six months down the line and we're looking at the same, if we're looking at the same numbers, then six months, 12 months down the line. I don't know. <laughs> if in one month's time we're looking at the same numbers, I'm going to stick 100 fucking entries into that 100k free rule because, you know, like... <laughs> The chances of winning it, I'm kind of looking at it like, oh, geez, like the 100k free roll for fuck's sake. I've had a, the winner on the podcast. I've had third place in the podcast. I don't know who came second. Probably had him on a podcast somewhere yeah. or talked to him. Like, it's a very small community. I expect in the 100k free roll for it to be some anonymous person that I don't know. I, ex- I expect and hope that there's so many people enter. There's 10,000 yeah. entries that there's so many people brought to the platform that it's highly, highly competitive. And while I'd love to be in with a chance... There's probably going to be duplicate lineups that I'm probably going to miss out, is what I'm kind of expecting. But by yeah. God, if in, if in three weeks' time, two weeks' time, it's the first day of the season coming up, and you look at the 100k free roll, and I'm only seeing 2,300 entrants or something, do you know, I'd be like, all right, okay, fucking sell all the shit. I'm sticking in 40 entries here and walking away for a year. Fuck that. Yeah, you, have a, you would have a serious yeah. chance then, like an actual serious chance of winning... Do you know 25k or at least getting a weekly prize getting this getting that Definitely. do you know but that i think that tournament goes live in six days i think football trading hub put that up above for us uh laney nights i think i missed saying hello to you i think he put it above there it's six days i think they're putting it out the 29th and on that day obviously a few people will be flocking but i think a lot of people will maybe hold off until the day before the first day of the season see what injuries see what how pre-season games go yeah, but do you think I mean, that's when they're going to start the marketing hard? Do you think that's when they're going to go start recent releasing Chris Kamara adverts, YouTube? I don't know what sort of ads they'll be doing actually. Ads here, uh, videos, promotions, uh, social, it must all be, their yeah, things, their talk sport campaigns. Starts. Yeah, it it makes sense, doesn't it, to do it just as the season's yeah. beginning? Definitely. And it also makes sense that they get that app out asap. They need a new sexy app. Yeah, and they don't even have an app in Ireland. I think it's on the back burner, but they need to get that new iteration of Footstock out because what you don't want is people coming and do you know what I mean. It's a bit of a clunky site and it looks a bit shit. But I think even, so. Yeah, 
I, I was saying this about have you have you had a look at that new um, platform Sorare? Do you call it Sorare? I would call it Sorare. Sorare. I think it's French, isn't it? Um, Is it? Are you going like Sorare? Is that like blown my mind? Well, we'll find out. One of us will be. One uh, of us is a dick here. One of us. I'm going to bet it's you. Uh, (laughs) It's probably me. me. It's probably me. Um, But, you know, anyway, that platform, so rare, Sorare. (laughs) Sorare. So if you look at the app and the way the cards look and stuff, it's beautiful, isn't it? It looks like like Fig for Ultimate Team. and that has, to, that has to help at some level, doesn't it? I mean, you you do look at the footstop. I, I admit when I first... I mean, we have to remember that it is a... Do we, do we keep calling it a a new... Um, a kind of new breakout company? Do we get to say that still, I guess? I mean, it is still a couple of years in, isn't it? So mm. you have to give it a little bit of leeway, but, you know... Well, first stock's been out what a year and a year and a half ish. Year and a half, and I think about months. months, Yeah. So, yeah, I think maybe they just want to get it right. I don't know how long app building takes and stuff. We're obviously close, so um, I don't want to like. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to like nag it or like bitch about it, but I just hope they get it out before the start of the new season. I think that'll be a massive missed opportunity if they're doing them. And I know that they've got the beta going on and all. It's it's one of those we all expect that. Yeah. That is that. That's what everyone's expecting and hoping for. So, it's not like I'm, I'm sort of asking of Footstock here. You better get this out. It's a case of this is what everyone expects. It yeah. would be massively disappointing if they didn't get it out. So there probably Absolutely. is a bit of pressure there. But I hope they're cl- as close as we all think they are. No, I'm sure they are. No, I'm sure yeah. they've known it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look that that's the cami thing in terms of the well something else I want to talk about, which has only come out in the last week or two, which you mightn't be. Uh, which you might not have talked about before, is the, the deal of the day. Yes. Yeah, I was looking at that today, actually. Mm. Yeah. What are your thoughts? First I'll, thoughts. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Do you think yeah. it needs a bit of tinkering? Do you like it in its current form? Do you, are I you mean, in, indifferent? I haven't had a go yet, I'll be honest. I, I looked at it and I'm ready to go. Um and I'm ready to play it, but I've not actually had. Um, I've not actually. I've not actually done it yet. I'm not so, really like fancying any of these today. I don't really want to give any of them up, but I might do one just because we're here. On yeah, stream. I do one. So like Harvey Elliott's there. I've got fourteen of him. I'll accept the deal. See what. Oh I yeah, get. do it on the app, don't you? That's it. Yeah. Uh, you have to do it on your mobile, don't you? No, you can do it on. I, I can't do it on my mobile yet, but I can do it within the actual site. Dude, uh, yeah, Harvey Elliott. So, like, I've only got like, but like ten of the others apart from Pereira. I've got very few of him, so I don't really want to get rid of them because they're they're all hundred k free roll um, potentials. Harvey Elliott's not going to be the hundred k free roll, but I do no, like him, so me. I'm just going to accept the deal. Now, I think they're giving out hundred and ten percent pretty much every time, and then occasionally you get more. So I would expect an extra forty seven p on this. So let's see if that I got four ninety one, which is a bit shit. like i'd rather keep the card you know that way yeah so like i do have criticisms i don't know if the 110 percent average is enough i know it's generous i know it's free money you can say john you're being a gritty bastard but like (laughs) i don't know and i don't know if i like it's only one card i don't know if that's going to shift too many cards off the market but i suppose if everyone i'd be interested to hear the figures of how many it shifts how many people actually do it each day you know 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know, you know, it's, it is good to get rid of a few cards, isn't it? I mean, that's going to help, obviously, improve the scarcity and improve the prices. So, potentially, you know, I'm for it. I quite like the fact that now they've got a really good sort of solid block of these kind of games and things that you can go in and fiddle around with. Mm. Um, you know, I think they don't want to make too many. Yeah. You, don't want, you know, you don't want 20 of these different mechanisms operating, do you? Not until there's enough people to fill them. Because, I mean, even at the minute, I think people have kind of went off roulette a bit, uh, which is... I, I don't know why. Everyone was loving it. I think it was whenever... You see, everyone came in whenever the virtuals were happening, and then the, the roulette was semi-predictable. And then yeah. it got all completely unpredictable, and I think a lot of people just didn't like that. <laughs> as yeah. much as we all thought roulette would be better whenever it wasn't Fred v. Fred's, people <laughs> hated the confusion, and it was almost that like paradox of choice. Whenever you have so many players who could potentially win and you don't really know who can win, even though if you use something like Footstock Stats and yep. the Roulette Companion or whatever, you can actually very quickly see who the, the most optimal players Definitely. to use are and you can even just see because there's other people who are into it who've done that already and you'll just see Luke Shaw coming up for two minutes and Ricardo Pereira but <laughs> I think a lot of people didn't like how unpredictable it was in some ways and how I think then the other side of it was that the 32 man roulette then went from back in the day you could quite feasibly have won two three four hundred quid yeah. you know if you won a 32 man whereas then it got to the stage where okay you probably if you're if you're lucky enough to win it on a good day, you might get a hundred, hundred and fifty quid. Which is still rewarding, but I think that maybe took a bit of the buzz out of it for some people. And then there's that snowball effect and they introduced the rake of the cards and I don't know. They need to get cards off the market like, but And I, I always still play roulette anyway. I don't play it in my free time, but I play it on stream. I think it's good crack with people, but I don't know would they be better taking money, but then they don't want money, they want to take your cards off the market, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. No, I think there's always been this tension, hasn't there, between people wanting to get free cards, if you like, from these games, but then not fully appreciating maybe the impact that 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 you know constantly issuing new cards has upon the prices. Mm. Um, whereas I've always been, I've always been on the on the sort of hawkish side of that, you know. I've always been, I've always been sceptical of um, anything that that is too predictable or that allows people to get the cards. I mean, I was glad when they took away the um, when they changed it the first time and made it harder to actually win the cards on the roulette because it was getting a bit silly, wasn't it? Mm. You could just get like a Chris Wood and get like, you know. 10 Martial and Rashford and that off of cons consistent goes. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a, there's a few comments coming in here uh, from Mark Howard. Great product, no doubt about it. It's all marketing. Footstock should be a lot bigger, in my opinion. Yeah, the definitely. Hub's asking me where the fuck I'm swapping things. I've got plenty of credit. Um, Dan Jackknife reckons shifting cards that way is less volatile too. One card per user is what he means. Yeah, yeah. yeah good point, um, yeah. It's good if you can buy one. It's good if you can buy one from the market. And then trade for free credit. I like, yeah, it's fair. The free tournament credit could help win an amateur. 200 quid plus. Footstock, if Vespasian says Footstock is essentially giving out money for nothing, can't really be any more generous with it. 
deal of the day isn't great, but even if it skims a small amount of cards off and people top up their TCs, it's doing a good job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Mark Hart says, yeah, great product, Jay, but it needs some aggressive marketing. The footstock approach seems a bit passive. Hope Cami is the start of a new era. Back to that point of Vespasian, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. like the overwhelming, the, the the sentiment, the overwhelming of what I'm trying to say, what the fuck are words? My words are gone today. I was on the pints last night. <laughs> Guys, I need to stop doing these on Sundays. I need to do these on like Tuesday nights. But fucking the... Yeah, the deal of the day, look, I think it should always be there. I think it's always nice to be there, right? And I think giving them 10% for free, more or less, is fucking great. And if it's always yeah. there, over time, people will use it and cards will be skimmed. Wonderful. Yeah. But right. is it a massive, massive revelation and the new big game and that's going to change footstock? No, to me, it's not. No. It's not intended to be. Yeah, yeah. well, then maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe I got a bit excited about deal of the day because whenever I seen it come up, on whenever I seen the announcement, what I had in my head was between one and two hundred percent. I was thinking, geez, people are going to quite frequently get one hundred and fifty percent, one hundred and sixty percent, and they can swap loads and loads and loads of cards. Now I know that makes sense, doesn't make sense financially for Footstock, and I know I'm being a dick, but that's what I had. So whenever this came out, I was kind of maybe expecting a bit more, but that that's a John thing. That's not a community thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, but no, I do think it's good, even if it just trims some cards off over time. It'll be a nice feature to always have there and always just yeah. take an order in the background. But as I said, I'd love to know the figures, but they probably can't tell us. So. Exactly. It's probably something that will keep ticking in the background to keep the card keep the card mm. numbers going down. I mean, at the moment, I'm not looking to get rid of any cards, really. So I, I'm not going to take that up. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the other side of it. There's very few cards I want rid of. And if exactly. I want rid of them, I've probably sold them. Well, I was looking through yesterday at people like sell to raise a bit of cash, and there's none. Mm. So it's probably time actually to deposit rather than get rid of cards to the. Yeah, yeah. There's probably a bit of a drop in the market as well, Jay. And this is a bit off topic because this is a footstock stream. But Football Index have announced they're redoing their dividend announcement. Could be, yeah. So yeah. there'll probably be some money pulled out there. Yeah, I mean, you'd want some money in your hat for that night wouldn't you when that mm. comes in when the announcement's made when they announce the referee dividend yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um no i'm looking forward to that on a side note but yeah i don't know i think maybe this is just bubbling and i'm waiting for the fucking to go balls I think to the wall with the market i agree with the with the person who said about the aggressive marketing yeah uh, has so, to be done uh, but then you can't believe really that it's hard i mean <laughs> Certainly, everyone that uses Football Index knows about Footstock. I mean, I wonder whether the FPL community is probably a better, has maybe more potential for Footstock than Football Index. For numbers, it does. Yeah. Because like, there's obviously loads of them. But in terms of money, here's the thing, right? Whenever I was starting to get affiliate, or when I was got the affiliate, when I was an affiliate and the boom hole happened, and loads of people who listen to my podcast send up using my link to yeah, Footstock. Yeah. I was I was in a gold mine because people come from football index. They're used to putting lump sums of money into a gambling platform, and it's yes. not unusual for them to yeah. deposit ten k. That's not yeah. unusual, and packs were good value then. But yeah. if you go to an FPL guy who's not a big gambler, has never really been into football index and monetized FPL, yeah. I'm the best FPL player in my mini league. Let me go make money out of this. What if to stick two hundred quid into a gambling site? Are you fucking crazy? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They will be yeah. very much of the. Fiverr accumulator when they're away on a weekend with the boys, maybe stick a horse racing bet on with the lads and yeah. they're sitting watching a game. Oh, sure, I'll stick two quid on the winner. Do you know, like getting someone transitioning to get someone to stick 
hundreds, thousands into a gambling platform is a different fucking kettle of fish. And even yeah. now, sometimes I sit and look at myself, Jay, I don't know how you think of this or come to terms with this or how, how you just view this. I look thinking to myself, I'm like, I've got more than 25k in a gambling platform. I was thinking that this morning, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? But I wouldn't have it, I have it any other way. And I, I, like, obviously we're all, we're educated about it, we know the story. Yeah. And we're comfortable with where our money is, but like, fucking hell. Do you know, I just don't think it's that easy to get people in from the likes of FPL. I don't think it's as easy as people think. Yeah, that's fair enough, yeah. yeah. Maybe, I, yeah, I don't know. You need a very special type of person. Aaron Brown, GFX, has made it. He was half an hour late, but he made it. Aaron, you'll catch the last 10 minutes or so of the podcast bit, then we'll do some packs and roulette, and then we'll fuck off and watch Champions League. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dan Jack now says... I'm quite excited by, actually. Go on. No, no, your... no, you tell me. You tell me. What are you excited about? I'm quite excited about these European tournament, top European teams coming in. Hmm. I am I very excited. I wonder what kind of teams and players and cards they're going to actually issue. Yeah. I, 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 how do you decide who's elite in a team? It's a bit subjective. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they run data and see who would actually have the highest PPGs in the teams or something. Yeah, maybe like top five of yeah. 20 teams or something. I think that'll be really, but really have they, interesting. Have they not said they're going to have every player at the Euros? Um, I read it as... A select group. I thought but, it was select players from the European Champions League and, and the oh, Europa League. Everyone at the Euros. That's what I heard. Anyone in the crowd who knows the answer to that, let us know. And while you're at it, click the like button because you know I love you all. You wouldn't be here if you didn't love me. And Jay's obviously handsome as ever. So we're definitely <laughs> worth more than 12 likes. Um, yeah, Dan Jackknife says, according to Holly, Holly Shanda at Fantasy Football Community, the, the FPL crowd are very stingy. FPL crowd should be appealed, uh, should be appealed on, but it is also a D, but also DFS enthusiast. Jesus, sorry, Dan, I stumbled over that. Basically, I think he's saying they're stingy. Yeah, but go for the DFS crowd and go for people who are into that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a few great comments there. Swiss Mark likes Deal of the Day, but he thinks there's still a lot more cards been issued through packs than there are being skimmed off through Deal of the Day. But alas, it's better to be there yeah. than not be there. I think you'd be surprised at the lack of packs been open at the minute. Um, obviously, yeah, you, they're, they're, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't buy packs at the moment, not with no. the player prices. I do it every week with the stream, but I know it's crazy. It'd be better just spend on the market at the end of each stream. Yeah. People like <laughs> yeah. watching packs. Um, Jay, one I thing I want to talk to you with, with five or ten minutes. Yeah. If you're happy to move on, was there something yeah. you wanted to say? Yeah. So what I want to talk to you about quickly was this hundred K strategy. Yes. We've only five or ten minutes, so let's let's get that going. I'm gonna head over to the just collection page so I can fuck around there yeah. and put in things. What'll you be going? I think did you confirm what it was and did you find that blog or can someone in the audience tell me? I'm pretty sure it's thirty five stars for the hundred K free roll. Um well, is it different? I'll be I'll be interested if someone does know that it's 35 because I couldn't find it on the actual summer I'm, plan product announcement. I'm pretty sure I found it on an announcement and I can't find it on the blog now. Can someone confirm that for us before we go off on one? I have 35 stars for 11 players in my head, just averaging just over three stars per player. Because I remember them sort of saying that opens a lot of avenues. You can properly go like, you can go for the top five players and have like five star, five star, five star, five star, five star. Yeah. But you only got eight stars left then to pick six players, so you're going for ones and twos, or you can go for a solid three to four star team, or you could, do you know. I mean, what I'm, what I think I'll probably do is what I did for the last one, although I got wrecked by injuries, 
is um, just sit down and work out points per star mm. um, and just look at who currently is giving you the most points per star. Because it might be actually that you can get um, that there are good one and two star players who are going to yield enough points such that you can actually go with the high yielding for you could go with mostly high yielding four and five star and then you know high enough yielding one and two star but i need i need to sit down and do that before i actually enter but i'll definitely be trying to do points per star mm. um just to look i mean the problem is obviously that the performance variability between the seasons gives you a bit of a problem because you can't really you can't get an accurate you can't get an accurate points per star about the future but at least you can get some idea about how your team should be structured mm. so i'll definitely be doing that before i enter we it's been confirmed by callum lagden and nonstick lama 35 stars so it was right but yeah you said 35 stars so it, it is confirmed that is what it is so i think Looking at the one and two stars, and I've, I've just got my screen up here and I'm only down so far as the, the bottom of the two stars. I think I'll be going um, pretty pretty scrimpy on the forward front. So, like, if we were to go to the price, just filter here. Do you know, if you look at the big five players, the five stars, yeah. do you know, you've got Bruno, KDB, Son Heung-min, and then they're all oh, midfielders, oh, yeah. right? But then you get Salah, Marshall, or attackers. But I would be more inclined to think because I think even a cheap attacker or a, like a low star attacker, like Jimmy Vardy, yeah, I think he can properly bang on a week and get a brace. He might get a hat trick through the season. He'd probably get goals a lot of weeks. Yeah. So having someone like that up top being cheap, I think he's more likely to. I think having a cheaper attacker who's likely to get goals than having a cheaper defender who's never going to get you more than fucking fifteen points. Exactly. Like Jim, what I'm trying to say is Vardy is capable of peaks. A shit defender isn't, but Trent Yeah, is. you need to get people who are going to get peaks, don't you? That's the key. Mm. And then hope that all the players peaks that you... Hopefully, all the players that you've selected get peaks in the same couple of weeks, at least. Yeah. Mm. Anthony maybe, that's, maybe you need to do peak number of peaks per week, per star. I don't know. Yeah. Because I did points per star before, but it isn't points per star, is it? Because you're right, it doesn't really matter if they consistently get, you know, 15 every week, but they never get 40 or whatever. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You don't don't want a half-decent striker who averages from, not even contest one, like Ariel Jules or something. I don't even know what you get points for as a big fucking hefty striker who never scores goals. You don't want that fucker. You want the guy who gets a goal or two every third week. Um... Anthony says, how many teams are you entering? I'm probably, I have it in my head, I'm pegged between 5 and 10. I'll probably yeah. enter 5 in the first week and then suss it out and enter another 3 or 4 over the, the month of September. As you said, the, the, the prizes on offer are just too good to not mm. enter multiple teams. I mean, I do think there's something to be said for waiting a couple of weeks before you go in. Um, I don't know what you think about that because obviously you've got the You've got the weekly prize as well, but yeah, I think like my kind of just the gambler me and wanting value is is very much get in game week one. You've an extra week. Anyone who joins after that's at a disadvantage because you've had an extra spin a roll of the dice. However, so you're thinking, yeah, give me the extra chance to get the 
so I'm thinking like get the teams in early but then I'm also listening to a lot of people like shout out to Callum Lagden who's there does a great podcast the Fantasy Football Hub podcast I love listening to them um, and one of Footstock Stats own Gertie was on this week and it was a great listen where was I going with this a lot of them sound like they're going to be waiting a couple of weeks and sussing it out you know seeing who's yeah. actually getting game time who's doing this otherwise you could just be spending a lot of thinking, yeah. you could be wasting a lot of 15 quids withdrawing teams but then what if I go and put out a cracking team in the first week and I've already got a massive score from the first week because Aubameyang bangs in a hat-trick and on the same week Trent gets a goal and an assist here and does this and then do you know they're, they're at a disadvantage there but maybe I mean, they think could, it's worth you could it. You stick one team in, couldn't you, to try and win the first week, maybe? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, Jay. So I think I have pegged in my head between five and ten teams. I'm thinking I'm going to go balls to the wall, five teams game week one, and then oh. enter another three or four over September. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's what I think, because I think I'd like to go balls. For, like I'd love to compete for this one. I really would. I'd love yeah. to have a bit of a sweat coming in, you know, the final five, six game weeks of the season sitting there and you've got a grand in the back pocket but you you just need one good score to propel yourself to 15k or something stupid imagine that yeah that would be so exciting but jay is there anything else you want to talk about because we want to be going for the final and i want to go and play some roulette and open some packs with these motherfuckers is there anything you want to talk about other than what we've covered no i think we covered quite a lot of the uh a lot of topics tonight yeah in a short amount of time yeah, it was. That's the thing. This is a bit of an anomaly. And even for podcast listeners, this is a bit of an anomaly in that it just was a schedule and ball ache with the, the Champions League final. But, you know, we're all football lovers. We're all going to be watching that. I'm not going to, I don't have a big enough ego to think he's actually watch me. So I better, I, I said I'd get out of the way. Um, yeah, I said Footstock Hub. Did I say Fantasy Football Hub? Sorry, Aaron Brown. Fucking Callum Lagdon's at home shaking his head. <laughs> Footstock Hub podcast. Um, Sorry, Didn't guys. Didn't what you were on about. But. Yeah, sorry, everyone else. I'm all, I'm just fantasy football in the head now. Um, after doing that stream with your man, with uh, General. Last question, and we'll leave on this, Jay Vespasian, because I think it's quite interesting. What do we think the most number of teams any one person will enter will be? Danilo has to be rocking in with fifteen teams, twenty. Yeah, teams you know some more. of those, some of those multiple team guys are going to bang yeah. in double figures, aren't they? At least fifteen, twenty. Well, look, we'll find out. That's actually a nice way to end the show. We'll find out because Danilo will be on the show uh, the week before the 100k free roll to give us some tips because he won the 10k. So Danilo's um, coming yeah, on. Yeah, of course, yeah. Well, he won 5k, didn't he? Yeah. So he'll be rocking in and he'll and I'll try and get that number out of him. But Jay, we'll leave it there. If anyone wants to find you, where's the best place for them to find you? Uh, my uh, Twitter. Good stuff. It's at I. It's what J H or I something. J H on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. J H on Twitter. You'll find him. You'll find yeah. him. No problem. And if you can't DM me, but other than that, Jay, I'm gonna say goodbye. I'm gonna click over to another wee screen here. You just hang up on that Zoom call, and we'll be hunky dory. Thanks, John. I'll give you a message later. Thanks very much for your time, mate. Cheers. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye bye.